Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. This is the Maverick Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Maverick. Today, we have another awesome guest. We have the host and creator of the Full of Brown Podcast, Tony Hernandez. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. I'm Um, super happy to be here. That's awesome. You know, I I was looking forward to it. We randomly, uh, I don't even remember how, like, I ran across you or you ran across my podcast i don't remember but somehow the podcast like yeah. got together i remember you know? actually you don't remember i don't remember you were doing a giveaway and i won uh was it oh was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i remember that yeah. yeah and i won the giveaway and ever since then i'm like okay okay and i started following that's very and, true yeah i yeah. forgot about that yeah so i was doing a giveaway like early on and then you happened to to win it just by chance. Yeah. And then I, I found out that you had your own podcast. I had just started when whenever I won that. And I, I think I told you that day, like, hey, I just started it. You know, I was really? super nervous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I was only like, what, four episodes in, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like freshly new. That's awesome. Yeah. So before we dive in, for the 1% of the people out there that don't okay. know who you are. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I might be more than 1%. But <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Tony uh, Hernandez. I am Mexican, born in Mexico. Uh, I don't know what else to say about me. I'm 33. I'm a humble podcaster. I am... Uh, full of brown. Full of brown. <laughs> the host, creator of... Uh, it feels weird to say producer and creator, but I guess that's what it is. Right? You're, you know, it's, it's like all you, right? Like you're, you're doing everything. I'm doing yeah. everything. I'm exhausted. <laughs> no, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying yeah. it for sure. Um, I mean, I'm the oldest of three, you know, Mexican family, Mexican traditions. Uh, I'm a musician. Um, I dive into everything, I think. That's a little awesome. bit of everything. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So tell us a little bit about your younger self. You know, what were you into? What were you like growing up? You know, I know that music was a huge part of your life, just yeah. like, you know, from what I've heard from your, your previous podcast episodes, yeah, yeah. but just kind of walk us through, like, you know, as a kid, what were you like? You know, believe it or not, as a kid, I was very quiet. Really? I was very quiet. My mom still laughs about it because now I'm not quiet. Yeah, now you have your podcast. <laughs> like, how do you go from like, I'm quiet to like, I have my no, own podcast? I, I think it bites me in the butt sometimes. I talk too much sometimes, I think. But um, no, so as a kid, I was just an introvert i did not have many friends i was a quiet person or quiet kid yeah um music was just what i went to i i was just a boring little kid in the corner i was i wasn't really so you kind of felt like uh music gave you sort of an outlet to express yourself because you were so shy you were like yeah you know i can express myself with music oh yeah definitely yeah Yeah. music kind of gave me that uh leeway to like social norms okay because then i started you know know, interacting with other musicians and stuff like that so yeah that's definitely what helped me cool and i'm already doing like the drumming because i know that you were a drummer but (laughs) was that like always your instrument or or did you play multiple instruments like what was that yeah no i wish i could play multiple instruments i do not i accidentally actually i actually accidentally learned the drums oh accidentally yeah i didn't mean to do it I kind of like tripped over a drum set. Like, walk me to how, how did that happen? <laughs> no, what had happened? What had happened was is that like uh, I I talk about it a lot on my show, which I'm pretty sure people that are listening like I'm tired of him talking about it. But I grew up in a church setting. Okay. So I I didn't want to be there. The only thing I did was just watch musicians and just watch and watch. And then when I finally got the rhythm, 
I tried it and it just took and I just kept practicing and practicing. And I was seven years old, by the way. Really? So you started at seven. I started at seven. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Like what what music were you like practicing to sort of like pick up drumming at the time? Well, from a little humble church, all they played was like. I don't, know, I don't even know what the name of the style would be. It was like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I had to teach everything else on my own. But you weren't like sneaking in like some pop music or something that you were trying to play uh, along to or what? I wasn't allowed. So no. <laughs> so on and the record, we're going to say no. <laughs> on the record, we're going to say no. But what I wanted to. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't relate to the church music. Yeah. That. I needed to relate to something else. So believe it or not, Linkin Park. Really? You're wearing that shirt coincidentally, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I practiced a lot. Um, I tried so hard. That yeah. song, I practiced over and over and over again on the drums. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. 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 So you were, uh, so I know this because of listening to your podcast, you were yeah. like really heavily involved with church. Yeah. Uh, I think because your family, right? So right. can you share a little bit about that? Like, uh, I guess your, your family was part of the church or how did that? Yeah. So I was raised in it. I was born into it. I was just there since ever and ever and amen. I was just there. Yeah. And even now, my parents are still there. But, okay. So I didn't have a choice. I was just, you know, an innocent bystander. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Just, I just grew up in it. And to yeah. me, that's all I knew. Okay. Yeah. Until recently, I started venturing out of that. Yeah. Okay. So as a kid, like, what if I would have asked you, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? What would it be? Hmm. If you would ask me that as a kid... I don't think I would be able to answer that. No? No. Really? Because sadly, that's all I knew. So that's all I wanted to accomplish to be. So I was like, uh. When you say that, accomplish to be what? A musician in the church or part of the church? Yeah. Yeah. And anything involved in anything, really. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do whatever it takes to be in the church. And, you know, but that changed. Got it. Yeah. Did you uh, grow up in Oklahoma your entire childhood or would you move around or? Yeah, I got here when I was five. Okay. Yeah, and I've been here ever since. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. Uh, where were you previous to, to Oklahoma? Where were you? I was in Coahuila, Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was born over there, and then they brought me here. Uh, they dragged me here, and then I'm here. But I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. So Coahuila is probably like cumbias. Like, oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, cumbias. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. heavy, like cumbias, right? Yes. No, yeah. I mean, that's like... The only thing we play over there. Yeah. Cumbias, yeah. Yeah. So during high school, were you involved in any like sports or music? Like what'd you do in high school? You know, in high school, I tried to get involved with sports. Uh, I didn't like it. I didn't, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I was in soccer forcedly. Um, I didn't make it either. <laughs> um, I tried everything else. I think the only thing that stuck was writing. So I was in journalism in high school. Okay. Yeah, and I was on the drama team too, but that's another story. Cool. So yeah. you, you, you like liked acting and, and all that sort of stuff? Or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. But sadly, like I said, I grew up in the church environment. So that wasn't something we dreamed about. So I just kind of put it to rest. Yeah. yeah. Do you think, I don't know if you want to dive into it. So at any time, if you're like, hey, I don't want to talk about that, just let me know. No, but yeah, let's talk about you it. You think uh, growing up in the church kind of like prevented you from like maybe trying new things or maybe like exploring some of the dreams that you had as a kid. Like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is not disrespecting any church or anybody that, you know, goes to a church. Sure. But just where I grew up, there wasn't really any 
place to dream. You know, we always just thought like we got to focus on God and God only. So I, I did not. Uh, okay. I wish I would have done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have, you know, I would have done so much, I think. Yeah. What do you think uh, was, I guess, is that kind of just like the belief system within the church that, you know, you're, you're not supposed to like uh, sort of think outside of the church or interact with people outside of the church. I mean, I'm not as familiar with the whole church upgrade. Yeah. So you're going to have to walk me through it a little bit. Yeah, you know, well, the church I grew up in, it was considered Pentecostal. So that's a different kind of religion, kind of. They're more okay. they're more closed in. So, yeah, okay. we were not allowed to interact with anybody that wasn't in their religion. Um, we were not allowed to date anybody outside of their religion, you know, make friends. So I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't have many friendships, because yeah. I had to you know, just stick to that group. And well, yeah. there wasn't a lot of us. So wow, I can imagine that being difficult. I mean, it's, it's difficult enough being a kid yeah. and then just, you know, being weird and growing up and all that and trying to make friends. And then if yeah. you're limited in the types of friends that you can make too, I yeah. can imagine that that was like pretty, pretty heavy to bear with. No, right? It was, it was extremely heavy. I mean, I had all kinds of friends in high school and they're like, Hey, I'm having my, quinceañera or whatever come i couldn't go i wasn't allowed to go so i just like i said i stuck to the little musician friends that i have which is not disrespecting them or anything yeah yeah but i mean that's all i had and what about um like music uh entertainment like walk me through some of the beliefs there too like are you restricted as far as like the type of entertainment the type of music you can listen to all that as well yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. We were not allowed to listen to any secular music, no Disney movies. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I remember they we had like a ceremony where they came and burned all my Disney movies. No way. That oh, made man. me mad. <laughs> the Lion King VHS gone. Jeez. Everything was gone. So yeah. it was very, very strict. Now, I don't know if everybody's experience was the same as mine. Yeah. But mine was like that. I see. And I, it might have to do with because my dad was a minister and, you know, so he was more oh. enforced of those traditions probably. Okay. And that's probably like even more of a sort of like magnif- magnifying glass on on you, right? Mm-hmm. Because if your dad's like the minister, yeah, like you're like you know having to hold like a, a higher standard, I oh. would feel, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I was constantly getting in trouble for things that were simple, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I I kind of learned to adapt and move on about my day and just get angry and woke up the next day. Okay, let's move on. Got it. Yeah, I was so, an, I was an angry teenager. <laughs> So what did you do to sort of like remedy some of that? I mean, I, I feel like, you know, you're part of the church, you're part of the band, but me just listening to to your experience and you talk yeah. about it, it seems like you wanted to explore other things outside of the church. Oh, right? yeah. No, yeah. I've, uh, it sounds kind of sad even to say it, but I feel like I'm barely doing that now. Oh, really? I think the podcast that I have allowed me to expand my horizons. And I feel like that podcast is teaching me about other humans and about other traditions and, and yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, I, I miss out on a lot. Yeah. So yeah. You, you feel kind of like you're just now getting to be yourself and sort of like, you know, this is the real me. Basically I'm going to put it out there regardless of what people think. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, when I started the podcast, a lot of people thought it would be like a religious show. Oh really? Cause the first episode I had like what? 300, 400 listens on the first episode. And then as soon as I said one curse word, 
everybody left. Oh, wow. So yeah. you think that that was maybe some of the church following? They were like, going to oh, check yeah. out to see what yeah. you were going to talk about? For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I was a public speaker at the church. Oh, so you were? they probably thought I was going to do like conferences or like okay. Bible studies. But no, that's not what I was doing. Yeah. Did yeah. you entertain that at all? Or was there a moment in your life where you kind of like sort of left the church? Or how did, how did that you know come about? I had to do it slowly. Okay. Um, it goes into a deeper, deeper, you know, uh, reason of why I left, uh, which I don't know how much time we got. So Let's I'm not go. gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it that yeah. much. I mean, it's up to you how much you want to share. Like I said, whatever you're comfortable yeah. with. But oh, I'm comfortable with sharing yeah. it all. But basically, uh, I'm I'm a gay man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So learning to be that person in a church was hard already on its own. I can imagine. So when they found out uh, about that, they, you know, I was a leader in the, there's like ranks. Okay. I was like in the middle rank. So they had to kick me out of that. Leadership within the church or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like in that religion that I was in, there's levels of leadership. So okay. my role was the leader of, I would say what, 20 churches. So I was a leader for the youth of those 20 churches. Okay. So when they started finding out, you know, they stripped me out of my duties and then little by little i just left wow yeah i bet that was difficult like at the time did you have anybody to confide in or like were you kind of just like on your own island like you having to deal with everything i think that's why i got kicked out because i did confide in one person okay and that one person told told everybody everybody else and then i was like well I guess I have to go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. in a way, maybe it was like, you know, ripping off a Band-Aid, right? Like maybe like yeah. it's out there and, and it's out there and then you don't have to worry about it no longer. You know? Yeah. No, I think it was a, if I can say it this way, it's a blessing in disguise. I feel yeah. like it helped me become who I'm supposed to be. If I had stayed at the church, I probably wouldn't have become yeah. the person that I am today. So, I mean, that's just how it went, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm appreciative of it. Yeah. So now that... Uh, you know, when I listen to your podcast, like you're super like honest, you're super like, you know, there's no like hold back, like your podcast, you talk about some like deep, like, you know, issues, like, was that like, kind of like the intent behind the podcast or that that just kind of happened where you were just like, you know, venting almost behind a mic because you maybe weren't able to express that all these years, you know? You know, I think it turned out that way, but that wasn't the plan. So the plan was for me to have other people share their stories. So I guess I wanted to learn from other people's experiences. Yeah. And then I think you might know as a podcaster, people just didn't show up as a guest. Yeah. So (laughs) I had to get creative. So the first time I did one, like one random like episode by myself. And after that, it just kind of boomed into that. Like that wasn't the plan. Yeah. I'm a very shy person, actually. I'm a very introvert, you know, kind of person. You would never, like, guess that <laughs> listening to your podcast. No, like, no. I mean, and that's one of the things I want to commend you on. It's just, yeah. like, your your bravery and your honesty with your podcast. Because yeah. I'm afraid to tell people that I listen to Britney Spears. You know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. something as small as that, right? But yeah. you're, like, sharing, like, you know, some intimate stories, some yeah. intimate feelings. Yeah. You know, do you ever, like, record something and regret it? Or... There's a yeah. couple of episodes that I have in the bank. I'm going to yeah. say like three that okay. I'm like, uh, I think I'm going to wait until I know I'm ready or at least until my public is ready to hear them because they're yeah. way harder to hear than the ones I've done already. 
Um, but no, yeah, I think that's my problem though. I feel like now I'm talking too much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a problem or not. I mean, I mean, it, write it, to us and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever you're comfortable with. And, and I think yeah. because we live in this age where social media is everywhere and people, like you said, are just checking out to see what you're talking about. Right. Like yeah. you have all these people that are probably listening that you don't even know about. You know? No, yeah, I've I've get people that write me and tell me, hey, you know, this episode that you did, like it really touched my life, and I did not expect that. Like oh, I wow. was just honestly, I probably just wanted to vent because after a long time of not talking, yeah, now it's like okay, now it's my turn. Now yeah. let me say what I feel without feeling guilty, without you know thinking of consequences. And it turns out that's what I needed to do all along, but. Yeah. I couldn't before, I guess. And I almost feel like, I don't know if it's coincidence or what, but the guests that you bring onto your podcast, they seem to open up as well, you know? Yeah. Like I have sometimes like I have guests and I sort of have to like, you know, do this dance where I'm trying to like get them to open up and communicate. Yeah. And it takes a little while usually for people to get comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your podcast, it seems like they open up and they share these like real intimate stories, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that it, it does happen that way. I've had, had a couple of guests that were just like, as soon as I say, okay, one, two, three action, they yeah. freeze and I'm like, yeah. you know, and they freak out. Most of them don't. And I think uh, I want to say, hopefully that me encouraging them by sharing mine helps them, you know, talk about theirs and heal their stories. So I, you said that it was kind of an accident that it sort of worked out this way, but it's almost like a platform for people to bring up these like difficult like yeah. conversations, right? Yeah. Do you, definitely. do you think that that's something you're comfortable with? Is that the direction you want to take it? Like, what would you say, you know, are your goals for your podcast? You know, at first my goal was just to do two seasons. Okay. That was the original goal. I'm just going to do one season, two seasons. And then it kind of took off after that. And now I'm on season three, you know, I'm not planning on stopping now, but I, I don't know where it's going. And yeah. I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm okay with figuring it out as I go and we'll see. Yeah. Building yeah. the the airplane as you fly is yeah. what people say, right? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. So I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. But that's, I think that's okay. I mean, as yeah. long as you're happy with, you know, what you're producing and you're comfortable with and, yeah. and, and obviously there's, there seems to be a need because the, the guests, you know, come on your podcast they share these stories, you know, and it's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say it's like a therapy session, but sometimes it, it feels, feels like, like it. you know, like we're going to open up and we're going to talk about this difficult yeah. situation. We're going to ignore like the hundreds, thousands yeah. of people that are listening. No, I yeah. have had guests tell me that like, uh, or not guests, I'm sorry, listeners that write in and say, Hey, this episode was really good. Cause you kind of feel like a fly on the wall. You don't yeah. feel like it's an episode. You just feel like I'm listening to a random conversation and I feel bad listening, yeah. but I, th I think that's the point. And I want to get, especially our community, you know, Hispanic, you know, Latinx community, just to get comfortable to start sharing things that our generations haven't, you right. know, our ancestors haven't been able to admit some stuff. And it starts, healing starts from there, from sharing, getting comfortable, saying those awkward things. And yeah, because I yeah. think that's one of the things with our culture. It's always like, you know, we don't talk about our feelings, you know, you got to be tough, you know, like, yeah, if you're having a bad day, people ask you, how are you doing? Wonderful. Everything's yeah. great. You know? Especially as a man. Yeah. As definitely. a man. Hey, how are you doing? I never cry. What you talking about? Yeah. Like, I just asked how you were doing. But, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all definitely. broken. You know, yeah. we're all broken and it takes, it takes time to heal and it's okay to do it. Yeah. You Would know? you say that you receive more positive feedback versus like, you know, sort of negative or have you received some negative feedback where you're like, Hey, maybe I need to reconsider. 
most of it has been positive. Uh, I don't think I received received a lot of negative. It's been more like uh, you changed your theme song. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. So just like nitpicking like yeah, little things, yeah. right? But I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, this is my turf. You know, I feel like I'm going to do what I think it's best for, for the show. Yeah. And they might not agree with it and it's okay. Yeah. How yeah. did the whole podcast idea even come about? Were you just like listening to other podcasters or was it during the pandemic? You were like, hey, locked down. I have to express myself somehow. Like walk yeah. me through how the whole podcasting even came about. Yeah. So it started because I was in the middle of writing a book. So oh, really? basically all the episodes that I've done by myself anyway have been a chapter in a book that I was writing. Okay. And one of my friends just said, why don't you just record like audio and just put it on YouTube? And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Another friend was like, that sounds like a podcast. Just do a podcast. And I'm like, yeah. eh, I have no idea what a podcast was. And I mean, now I do. So you were never like a listener of any podcast or anything before you started your own? No, no, no. Okay. I had to start listening to get ideas. Not that I'm plagiarizing. Sure. But no. I mean, just kind of like I, I, if you haven't listened to a podcast, you're probably not used to somebody no. speaking for that long of a period. Yeah. And then the whole like, how do you like have a conversation and you ignore yeah. the cameras, ignore the mics, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I had to learn a dynamic of an episode. You know, I had to learn how to do editing on my own. I had to learn how to do, you know, just talking to guests and i remind you i said i was an introvert yeah so trying to get guests at first was so hard yeah just because i was like oh i don't know anybody like and we were know? talking about how uh like you know you you're doing it out of your house sometimes too so yeah i mean that's like talking about bringing someone into your life like like that's like your most like you know happy place like that's like your intimate you know space that is the place where know? i am naked i'll say it <laughs> yeah, that way that's where go. i'm naked there so we go. I mean, not for future guests, that's not... <laughs> yeah, no, not during the show. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. no, but yeah. that is my sanctuary. Mm -hmm. So at first, I was like, mm. I did some through Zoom, and I didn't like how that sounded. Yeah. The sound was not there. Editing-wise, was terrible. Yeah. You know, there was a lag, and then, no. And I also, I think the, the conversational cues, you know, when you're not, like, face-to-face, -face, like, you can't really tell when this person's about to, like, stop talking. How are they, like receiving my my yeah. message you know yeah. that's difficult to do like over zoom or very online very difficult yeah. yeah and then timing is also very inconvenient sometimes you know yeah. sometimes some of the guests that i have are in another state so timing you have to time it you have to make sure you're both ready at the same time it just it it does take a lot of work so i applaud you cuz <laughs> i know it takes a lot of work yeah it definitely does i think uh yes. probably the the whole behind the scenes and we were talking about this too is probably like the, the most amount of time you spend is all behind the scenes versus mm -hmm. doing the actual podcast. People you think know? you just get on, you say whatever you want, and then, oh, that's it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, Especially no, no. if you're trying to build a community, you're trying to do social media to get, you know, more traffic, get more yeah. awareness. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. You, it's work. It's definitely. definitely a second job. So walk me through that first podcast. Like, were you, like, super nervous or... You know, you got the mic in front of you and you're, yeah. like, turned out to be a natural. You're like, this, I should have been doing this all along. You know, kind of, yeah. The yeah. first episode was originally three and a half hours. Oh, wow. Which is very long. Yeah. So I started editing it, editing it, you know, and finally the final product was like, what, an hour and 20 minutes probably. And I still, like the day before it aired, I was still editing. Like, oh my God, this sounds like, I was just like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I try not to be a perfectionist, but I am. Yeah. So I was like, you know, pulling out my eyelashes, just like I was really nervous. Did you put this deadline on yourself or like, yeah. like why was it all this pressure to, to get it out by a certain time frame? Because if I didn't do it with a timeline, I was never going to do it. Okay. So I had planned to do this since 2019, I want to say. It didn't air until 2020. It, it was a long time before yeah. I planned it and then when I actually did it. Okay. Yeah. And the first episode was just you or did you have a guest? I had a guest. I don't know. I was terrified to do it by myself. Yeah. Like, nobody wants going to come to hear me. Yeah. Like, that's not. I, I didn't think I was interesting. First of all, I hate how I sound. <laughs> I hate how I sound. And that's like horrible because when you're editing, you're hearing yourself yes. all the time. And you hear about, you know, all your little ums. And, you know, when you're talking, you, you notice everything, every, every little noise. Like I yeah. am so hard on myself. Like, dang it, Tony, quit saying that word. Or, yeah. you know, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a process for sure. So how did you get comfortable with that? Did you just like ignore it at a certain point? Yeah, I think once I did, there was a one specific episode where I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to forget about it. I'm just going to do it and not do so much editing. And yeah. I, I had no choice. I just did it. And then to this day, I don't edit a lot. Okay. Now, I think, you know, being a podcaster, now when you record, you know what you're going to say. So it's like you're talking, but you're thinking ahead. Yeah. So it's it's exhausting. Yeah, because I think when, when you're asking a question and they're answering, you have to already be thinking about the next question. Yeah. And you know what happened one time? I was like that. They were like, okay, they were saying something like, okay, my next question is going to be this. And you spaced out or what? I, well, I spaced out because they started crying. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's fair to come yeah. on my show and cry i guess it's normal now yeah yeah but but that was the first time somebody cried so i was like uh and i completely blanked did you like cut or did you just keep you know run with it or what'd you do i, I just ran with it i'm like yeah. um so how does it make you feel and yeah he was like i'm sad oh, it was man. terrible terrible yeah. i edited it enough to where like okay it sounds okay <laughs> but yeah yeah. Because people open up so much on your podcast, has there ever been a, a circumstance where they're like, hey, you know, after we did this, I've thought about it. I'm not comfortable with you you know, publishing the podcast at this point. I've had, yeah, I've had a couple, maybe three to five episodes that I recorded in full. And then it turns out at the end, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. Check it out. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. And like the night before. It's yeah. supposed to air. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I had to learn to improvise to do a lot of episodes by myself that way. And okay. I, at that time, I was like by myself. Once I got a co-host, then it became easier, you know, yeah. and, you know. So do you officially yeah. have a co-host now or is it kind of like dependent on whether you have a guest or not? Or Yeah, it just depends. Like now I have guest co-hosts instead of a formal co-host. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. But if anybody wants to be a host... There we Hit go. me up. Yeah. Yeah. I think they need to listen to your podcast because you like talk about all kinds of like, you know, sort of themes and like difficult conversations. Like, how do you come up with the ideas or is it based on the guests that you're inviting or, you know, I first started the idea by doing like a vision board kind of. So I started writing all the topics that I want to discuss with my family. Okay. Where I can't. So my family is not that open. I was like, okay, what would I want to say to them? And then yeah. I wrote, and there were like 20 topics. 
So I kind of started looking for guests that would fit that topic. But then after that, once those topics kind of, you know, went away or we, we did them, people started writing to me. I was okay. like, oh, okay. So now I'm kind of open to sharing, you know, stories that I'm not, you know, identifying with. Yeah. And I have to be now. And I, I love that though. Cool. Have yeah. you gotten any uh, feedback from your family? Like, are they supportive? Do they <laughs> listen? Do you know? <laughs> so they do listen. Yeah. And if they don't listen, because my dad's still a pastor, they reach out to him and like, hey, did you know your son said this? And he's like, no, but I figured he would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, even now, there's still people within the church that are sort of like, you know, oh, yeah. take information. And, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, church is the place of gossip sometimes. Yeah. Sorry. It's the truth. And yeah, people reach out to them sometimes and it's, that's just how it goes. But I was prepared for that though. I was like, it's going to happen and it's fine. But it's never gotten to the point where your family was like, Hey, you know, this podcast, like maybe you need to dial it down a notch. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you said too much on this one or, or I, there's one episode that I did in Spanish. Okay. And that's the first time my parents ever heard me curse. Oh, wow. Uh, I do normally like a lightning round at the end. And yeah. at that time, one of the questions was, uh, what's your favorite curse word? So they said it and she asked me for mine. Yeah. So I said it and I'm like, oh, my God, why would you say that on the air? And I'm like, that's actually the nicest thing. Yeah. Said. Uh, and they just have to get comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's it's my feelings. What I want to say. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once again, I said, you know, you're super brave for doing that, you know. But would you say that now, like the people that listening to your podcast, the people that interact with you, meet with you, yeah. are they now just like getting like the true version of you? Or would you say you're still kind of like, you know, walking on, on tippy toes, trying to determine like, you know, how much you want to open up? Because I bet it's difficult, right? Like if you yeah. grew up like having to be like, you know, just super like, you know, I got to do everything right. So much yeah. pressure. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I don't know if, if like now you're like, free to to be yourself or what so out of a hundred i'm gonna say i'm 70 percent free there's still okay. some episodes like i said that i haven't aired because i know that they're gonna have you know repercussions about yeah. my family about me um so yeah I'm, I'm not all the way there yet but yeah pretty much i'm pretty raw so people okay. do get what i am and who i am and who i you know who i claim to be and again, it goes back to that. Like I just hit myself for so long that now I'm just like, okay, if you don't like it, just don't listen. Yeah. What yeah. about on a personal level? Are you like finally like yourself and you don't have to like pretend you're somebody you're not or. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, what's funny. One of my friends recently, uh, she was telling me when you're yourself and when you're the podcast host, she's like, I can tell the difference. Oh, really? So now they can tell, like when we're having serious conversations outside yeah. of the air, you know, we're friends and they hear me say something's like, okay, that, that was the host. That wasn't Tony. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh snap. Okay. And I'm so used to this and it's kind of getting used to me, you know, being on that, like tune in that I can't tell. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, people get what I am or people are getting now who I truly am. Okay. And if I'm not there yet, you know, give me a minute. I'll be there. Cool. Very yeah. cool. So <laughs> I know that you said music was a huge part and me being a DJ, yeah. I can't imagine the day that I can't do that. So you leaving the church, you also had to leave music or is yeah. music still part of your life? That was one of the toughest things to leave behind. Yeah. Music was my therapy. Music was, uh, 
I guess beating drums is what it, what it takes. Yeah. And that was the toughest thing, you know, not playing. Um, I'm currently looking for a band. Oh, really? So if anybody's interested. Cool. I don't, I mean, I'm okay. What I'm type right. of, uh, what type of music do you want to like focus on? You think? Well, you know, in a Hispanic church, you play everything. True. I mean, we played salsa. We played, you know, merengue. We played, you know, well, not bachata, but we basically played it, played it all. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the musicians in church are like amazing. Like they, they're like super yes, talented. They yeah. take it really serious. They practice. Right. Oh yeah. No, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's when you're in a, in a church and a musician, this is like, you're, you're dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. Our practices were like three, four or five hours. No way. We, I mean, we're in it to win it. How, how many days would you practice for the church? Um, it could go like one or two days, depending if we had like a special event. Um, okay. it just depends, but minimum once a week. Okay. Yeah. And if we didn't, I felt like I was unprepared. Yeah. Did no. you uh, learn how to read music and do all that? Or were you just like self-taught? Like I learned how to read music in school. Okay. So I learned that in school. So I, I guess, yeah, I, yeah, I know how to do that, but I didn't play reading music. Okay. Yeah. But if I wanted to get into it, I'm pretty sure I could learn it. All right. Yeah. And I know that there's a story behind a drumstick and something that happened there. So tell, <laughs> tell me a little bit about that story. I am sorry if you're looking at this. So what happened one time? It was, okay, Pentecostal services are long as hell. Yeah. Can I say hell? Sorry. Yeah, you, absolutely. Okay, I mean, okay. Come on, you're, you're talking about your podcast <laughs> where you talk about everything. You're going to come on my podcast like, I can't. I can't say hell. I don't know if you can or not. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I good. haven't heard your guests curse yet. So I mean, that's know. their choice. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, uh, it was long as hell. There we go. And I was getting tired. My hands were getting sweaty. And we were playing a really fast beat music. Yeah. And... I was playing really hard on the cymbal and it flew out of my hand and it hit somebody in the face. Oh no. The pastor's wife. Of course. So I was like, oh. you know, I'm the only drummer. She's going to know it was me. Yeah, just a random drumstick. <laughs> like, where did that come from? And you know, yeah. if you're a drummer and you, you're going to understand this, if you use wooden sticks, the sticks have like little, like, nah, what would you call it? Like little, like little splinters or something? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But little okay. like splinters almost because you're okay. hitting it really hard. So that kind of like scratched her face. And I was like, oh. So it like cut her or what? She was red. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it cut her, but okay. I mean, she, I guess she was feeling it. She was feeling the spirit. So she She'd didn't do like a it. fake, like, oh my God. <laughs> no, she stood there and took it like a champ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what did you she do? Had to. You just pretend like it didn't happen or what? No, everybody saw it. Okay. Everybody was like, oh my God, he's going to get it after church. But no, I just grabbed another pair of sticks, another pair, and just kept playing. Okay. But that was embarrassing. Yeah. Did they yeah. approach you afterwards and they were like, hey, what's going on here? Not her, Something. but her family members. Like, bro, that's like unprofessional. I'm like, what do you want me to do? It's an accident. Nobody told right. her to pray by the symbols. Yeah. I mean, it was her fault. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds terrible, wow. but it was her fault. That's, yeah. Yeah. Were there ever other circumstances that happened while you were a musician in the church that they sort of like upheld you to this like, you know, super high standard? And they're like, you know, you made this mistake when we were doing this worship or whatever. You know, not necessarily, but during the practices, they were tough. Okay. I mean, the guy that was our leader um, at that time, he was a complete professional. I yeah. think he did it professionally, like music outside of the church before. Okay. So his practices were intense. And so, I mean, I wouldn't say I got yelled at, but yeah, like, okay, no, no, no. Let's do it again. One, two, three. No, no, no. Do it again. One, two, three. 
Whiplash. Yeah. That was and me. Did they like make you like suit up? Like you're like have to look super professional up there too or what? Let me talk about it. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the things I hated because as a drummer, if anybody feels this, yeah, it's a lot of exercise. So yes, I had to be, I wasn't wearing a suit, but you know, to, you know, put button a tie. Yeah. I, I was dying. Man. Yeah. So yeah, I had to held a certain standard. Yeah. Okay. So they, sure. they, they told you how to dress, like how to like. Not get, how to dress, yeah. but how not to not dress. Okay. So they were like, okay, like right now what I'm wearing right now, that would have been unacceptable. Yeah. Cause this is open. Yeah. And a short sleeve. So. So it had to be like long sleeve. Long too. sleeve. Oh jeez. Yeah. Roll it down. Yeah. Wow. Fun times. I feel for you. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like nobody has ever said yeah. that to me. I appreciate you. I had to come to the show to get told yeah. that I was good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now that you're you know exploring other options as far as music, where do yeah. you want to take your music? Do you want to like, you know, record music? Do you want to like tour? Like, what what type of thing are you hoping to do with that? You know. I'm open to anything. Uh, right now, I just want to get out of that rusty place that because I haven't played in what two, three years maybe. Okay. So I'm kind of rusty. So I just want to get to a band where I can practice and wherever that takes me, then I'll do it. Okay. I would not mind tours. I would not mind you know long practices. I I enjoy that, but I guess I don't know. It just depends on the band. Do you yeah. like listening to a certain type of music now, or like do you want to like? go to a certain type of band or, or, or vibe or something? You know, drumming is very, it's a beautiful instrument that it's kind of almost universal to the point where you can play drums on any band and yeah. still feel that, you know, what would, how would I say it? Like that, that feeling of love of music. But I feel like if, if you hate country music, for example, and you end up oh, in a country yeah. band, are you going to be bored just like, you know, doing like a standard rhythm Versus maybe you like like to like you know be in a rock yeah. band and you get to express yourself more. I, I don't know. I, I mean, guess I'll, I'll answer it this way. I want to be challenged okay. in whatever way that means. Okay. I, I mean, because in the Hispanic churches that early '90s, all there was was country like kind of music. Yeah. So I mean, I can do it, you know. But I do want to be challenged. I want to be able to learn new moves. I want to be able to not hit anybody in the face. Yeah. Yeah. It, what I think is difficult about the, you know, a drum set too, is if you want to practice, your neighbors are going to hear you practice. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's not like you can just like practice and not make noise. Right. Yeah. I wanted to buy an electric drum set just so I can start practicing, but it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. So my neighbors are just going to have to go through it. My neighbors had a rooster for a long time. There you go. So it's payback. Very much so. <laughs> you, you heard it first here on the Maverick podcast. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> There was a while where I wanted to like, I'm not an animal killer, by the way, but I wanted to just take it and move it somewhere. Yeah. Because it would wake me up at four in the morning. Jeez. Five. Yeah. And that was loud. I and even know. like weekends or something. Yes. Yeah. 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 So if I get loud, they're going to have to deal with it. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I'm like sorry. That. Yeah. Now, what about your podcast? Like, where are you hoping to take that? Like, you know? Yeah. We so, talked about you. Maybe you want to explore with video. Yeah. You know what? What else do you have on, on the sort of like vision board for your podcast? I do want to take it to video. Um, if you've been watching this throughout the whole video, which I'm hoping you are, I'm a very facial expressive kind of person, so that's why I haven't done it in a while, or okay. I've never done it actually, because I'm terrified that I'm gonna have a guest and my faces are gonna be like, and then that's just that looks bad on video. Yeah, definitely. 
and I'm not used to being on video. So I'm going to have to work on that first and then editing video. But yeah, I do want to take it to video and take it to that next step. I want to just, I want to keep learning. Cool. Yeah. Another thing I do on my podcast is I always ask my guests to tell me something about themselves that most people don't know about them. So now's your opportunity. It could be as deep or not deep as you like. Hmm. <laughs> Put the pressure on you here a little you know, bit. I feel like I've shared a lot on my show and with the people that do know me, I don't know what I could say. Um, God, that's a really good question. And I know I should have been prepared. I, you know, to me, I, what people don't know about me is I think that I'm, I'm a very sensitive person, Okay. a very sensitive person. So that goes into me saying, I, like I said, I wanted to write a book. I'm still writing that book. But because I'm going through uh, experiences, I keep editing that book because my views changed. Yeah. You know, four years ago, I I was not this person. So, yeah, I am a very sensitive person. I am Mexican. You know, I, I, I was, I've always said I'm a triple minority. You know, I am Mexican. I'm a DACA recipient. You know, I'm a gay man. I am a lot of the things that, you know, some people don't like. Sure. So... I've, I've had my share of heartaches, you yeah. know, and I want to put that in writing or maybe storytelling. I don't know. But yeah, I'm a very sensitive person that people can't really see that. And I feel like on the show, you've said on my show, I kind of have like really not sensitive, but serious topics. Definitely. That At least a, compared to me, like, you know, my podcast, yeah. we usually just, you know, get to know the person. We don't really like dive into anything. Heavy, yeah. Yeah. You know? And that wasn't. I, t- I think I told you out of the air. That wasn't my point. That wasn't yeah. my start. I want. I think I'm a funny person. I would like to think. So I wanted to do something comical, but okay. that's just not where it took me. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, and I think it's because I was afraid to share what I really felt. Yeah, or maybe you know, growing up the way that you did, you had to keep everything bottled up, and oh, finally yeah. you have this outlet, and it's like. You know, it's your opportunity yeah. to let everything out, you know? Yeah, which I, f- I feel like I've shared too much sometimes. So I don't think I've offended anybody so far, but yeah. it's mainly been about me and my guest. But if I have, I'm sorry. How, how do you keep positive, right? Because I think, uh, you know, and I don't know your whole background, but the little that I do know, it sounds like it, it was difficult at times. And, mm-hmm. You know, the bare minimum, it might have been challenging, right? So a lot of people would say, you know, church is supposed to be where you, you go for support, where you go to like, you know, get some of that encouragement, right? Yeah. sounds like maybe that wasn't the case for you. So how did you stay positive? What keeps you positive, you know, even to this day? You know, my sense of humor, I think it had to kick in a lot. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, church people hurt me. And I'm I, there's a lot of people that can relate to that, you know. But at the same time, I feel like it was also my fault because I expected everybody to be perfect. Sure. Nobody in a church is perfect. And I expected perfection. And that's not how it, that's not how life is. Yeah. So I kind of set myself up for failure. But at the same time, the people that did hurt me intentionally, it made me become a better human being. But how I survived was through my humor. I'm a very humorous person. Literally anything that happens to me, like I try to make it funny, like instantly. Once the last tear drops, like okay, yeah, <laughs> and I, I try to make it funny, yeah, and and so I, that, which is a problem because I'm just have a guest and they're being super serious and I cannot help but say something stupid and funny, <laughs> but because that's just my internal uh, 
brotherly love kind of person that I just want to make them feel you're going good. Yeah. You're, you're okay for sharing that. Give yourself yeah. that, you know, space to be okay to share that. It's interesting that you mentioned sort of uh, comedy being like kind of like your outlet because I've heard that some of the best comedians are some of the ones that are actually hurting the most, right? You mm -hmm. hear about all these people that are, have all these like, you know, mental issues, depression or whatever, and they're comedians and you see them on, you know, stage and you would think that they're happy, everything's great, right? Yeah. But do you think that that's kind of like why that happens? Like you use comedy sort of like to make other people happy because you're hurting inside and you want to make other people happy so they don't feel the same. Like, what do you think is, is, you know, sort of the, the connection between those two? That might be it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a person that I like to, in general, I guess, entertain, whether it's acting, whether it's singing, whether it's writing. Um, I've shared some, you know, short stories with close friends and they're like, well, okay, that's a different side of you. And I think that, goes into the show that I do that uh, people don't expect to see me that way. People yeah. have met me in the church environment and they're like, whoa, okay, this is not the person. And I think I bring that into the show to the guest, like, hey, you know, there's going to be a light one day. Right yeah. now it's a cloudy day. Right now it's raining and it's thundering, whatever. But tomorrow it might be sunny. Yeah. You know, there's always a good out of every bad thing. Sometimes it gets annoying. Because people are like, I don't want you to be positive. I need you to just tell me I am okay to feel angry. And yeah, you are okay to feel angry. But uh, uh, you always have to find the most light out of a dark room. Are you know? the type of friend that you're going to give it to me straight? Like if I say, hey, am I messing up here? I need your opinion. Are you going to give me you know, the, the truth or are you going to sugarcoat it? You know, it depends. Okay. And that's the honest to God answer because I... I can be truthful, but I also put a lot of things into consideration when people ask me for advice. I'm like, is this person ready to hear this? Is this person ready to accept another reality that they might not be seeing? And if they are, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll tell you. And the nicest way I can, Yeah. you know, but I do see that into consideration first. Like, oh, tell me, should I, you know, get a divorce? And I'm like, okay, you're not ready for this. You need to, you know, look, live a little more. And then when you're ready, I'll let you know. Okay. But because I feel like the path that I walked in this life, sometimes you have to shut the hell up. Yeah. You cannot tell people. You don't know how people feel. You don't know what they're going through on the inside. You don't know what they're going through, you know, in their homes. So sometimes it's not a good idea to say what you really want to say. Yeah. yeah. I definitely struggle with that. Like, you know, growing up Hispanic, like you're supposed to be tough. You're supposed to like always like be happy, always be positive, regardless of what's happening. Right. Yeah. And I struggle with that. Like every day, like I have to just be like, you know, everything's good, regardless of what's happening in my life. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I feel yeah. like it's we're programmed that way. You know, we're programmed to be a very stereotypical Mexican man, you know, yeah. no, I'm not hurting. No, of course not. No, I'm not struggling. No, I'm not poor. No, I'm not broke this week. So I think in my life, I've learned to just say, and people take it negative sometimes. It's like, oh yeah, do you want to go out to eat? Oh no, I'm broke as hell this week. Yeah. So you're honest. You're yeah, like, yeah. I try to be as honest as I can, but I also know when to stop. Yeah. So it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Sometimes it can help people. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, so sometimes they're like, oh, tell me the truth. I'm like, I, I can't. Yeah. People always say that, you know, they're not going to remember what you said, but they are going to remember how you make them feel. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
if, if I were to ask you, like, what, what do you hope that people remember about you, know, you and how you make them feel? Like, what would you hope they take away from your friendship? Hmm. You know, I'm hoping that I leave a mark, uh, little or big. Uh, I think one of the problems that I've had as a child is I was always misunderstood. No yeah. matter what I brought to my parents, to adults, to my leaderships, I was always misunderstood. So I tried to make people feel understood. I try to make sure that people feel like I'm giving you my undivided attention. Um, so saying that, I mean, it just, it, it's kind of those things where I almost don't want to be remembered because there's a lot of negative stuff in my life. But at the same time, if my negative can help you, yeah. then okay, remember me by maybe paving a way, you know, uh, when I try to do this podcast, mine, you know, nobody helped me. Nobody yeah. wanted to help me. Did you reach out to people? I reached out to a couple and of And they just ignored you or what happened? They ignored me. Yeah. Really? But at the same time is what I needed to hear yeah. because it searched me. It taught me to do it for my own. Like, you know, eventually I have found a YouTuber from Washington and he's the one that told me, Hey, buy this product, buy wow. that product, do this, do that. This is what I recommend for you to upload. Yeah. Uh, do it this way. Don't do it this way. And he, a stranger taught me. We were talking about that before we hit record is how yeah. it's weird how, you know, people that you consider your friends aren't really the ones that you can count on support sometimes. Right. And you end up building these random relationships with people that you may not really know that well. And they become your, your huge like supporter all of a sudden, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting how that happens. And I, I don't know why. I think it's beautiful that way. I've met a lot of friends that way now. Um, a lot of my guests came in as guests and left as friends. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've had that where we, we could be sharing something, you know, intimate and all of a sudden that grow a bond, yeah. you know, and that's fine, you know? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I'm always confused by that. Right. Because they'll support like a random celebrity, you know, they'll, they'll wear this random like brand. Right. But when you're trying to sell your merch or you're trying to put your dream out there, right. Yeah. Like you kind of hope that your friends are like, Hey, you know, I believe in you. Even if, even if it sucks, even if it's like horrible because you're my friend, yeah, I'm going to be like, awesome. I'm going to support you. Yeah. No. Um, I feel like along this process, I've lost most of my close friends, but I've gained new ones. Okay. So I, like true friends from before, I only kept like one or two. And mind you, I was a leader in the church. So I had thousands of people for, well, not thousands, I'm not that, you know, Tens of people following sure, me. Sure, sure. And now I've you have to be comfortable with your friends having a different opinion. Yeah. I know you just downplayed it, but you'd be surprised with the amount of people you impact and they don't tell you that you've impacted, right? Like maybe years down the road, they'll be like, hey, you, you probably don't know this, but that one time that we talked and you gave me that little brief of advice, yeah, like that meant a lot and that changed my whole life, right? Yeah. Like have you, yeah. has anybody ever shared a moment like that? Yes. And because I'm a sensitive person, yeah, I, I hold it in. I was like, okay, let me go home and cry about that. Yeah, yeah. There, there was one time, and I, sh I think I shared this on one of my episodes where uh, I was dancing or whatever in a bar, and some guy approached me. He was like, "Are you Tony?" I'm like, uh, yeah. Like just some random guy. Just some random you. guy, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm Tony." Like, oh, okay. <sighs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like intrude. I know you're having a good time. I just want you to know I listen to you. And some episodes are super dope and like wow. they've helped me. It's very cool. And honestly, 
I've had another friend, uh, Ricardo. He was on your show. Yeah. Ricardo, shout out to Ricardo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he has kept me going. And okay. he's one of the ones I just met a year ago. Yeah. And just uh, randomly, you just, yeah. yeah. He wrote to me and he's like, hey, one of your episodes, you know, this is really good. And, you know, keep up. And one time I was, I was literally ready to give up. Like, I was like, I'm not going to do this show anymore. I'm tired. Yeah. I don't know if I'm making an impact. And what what led you to me. that point? Like, what was the determining factor? You just thought that nobody really cared or what happened? Like you said, a lot of, of your friends don't follow you. Yeah. Uh, like, I noticed when I put a video on Instagram or whatever, it has 300 views and two likes. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so that you're seeing it, but you're not liking it. Mm -hmm. So my overthinking head is like, what am I doing wrong? Am I, do am I not producing good quality content? Is my voice annoying? I mean, my vo my mind goes through a lot of things. Sure. But Ricardo was like, "Hey, you don't pr you don't put an episode today. What happened?" I was like, "Um, see, what happened was like, <laughs> like little did you know I was about to give up, and then yeah, he pushed yeah. me. Yeah, wow, and I will amazing. be grateful for him. He's been helping me a lot, and very cool because this is the kind of process, and you know this. It's very lonely. Yeah, it's a creative process, but it's lonely. So if you don't get those encouragements." it does bring you down sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you got to keep your head down and just, you know, trust the process, right? Like you just got to like keep at it. And like, it's unfortunate to say, but your friends aren't really going to be there along the way. Yeah. They, and that goes you know? with anything. If it's like a local business, if it's, if you're not popular within the community, they won't, yeah. they won't follow you. But if you happen to blow up in the future, like, oh, I knew him from back in the day. I knew him before people even knew, like, about his podcast, oh, yeah. right? People are going to be on CNN. People are going to yeah. be like, oh, I knew him. He was my neighbor. You know, yeah. I supported him. Like, I'm sure you did. He hit me with the drumstick one time. <laughs> <laughs> right? And now they're going to sue. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. And that's part of it. I mean, it's yeah. just, but that's how it goes. And I, I don't know if this is going to strike gold later on. I mean, I'm just going to do this for the main purpose that I started, which is to share stories and uplift my community. Yeah. And that's it. And if it happens to blow, then perfect. And if not, well, I'll be fine. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, I say keep at it because I think it's a, a great platform, right? Like Thank you're bringing you. a little niche that that's not there, right? Like you, what you're doing is like difficult to have those conversations. Sometimes a lot of people would avoid them and you're like, let's publish it. Let's put it out there. No, yeah. yeah, and and there's been several episodes that I'm like, oh, God, I'm not ready for this one. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then yeah. it hits different to other people, and I, I didn't think it would. Yeah. So if you're doing a process, if you're listening, you're, you're watching, you know, trying to do something, do it. If it's in your heart, it's going to flow. Cool. You just have to persist and just keep going. Awesome. So for the people out there that want to check out your podcast, they want to yeah. see you, you know, what you're up to like yeah. go ahead and plug in your social your podcast where can they find you so my podcast is on spotify apple google amazon iHeartRadio. um for now you know if i do video then obviously I'll soon to be else. youtube yeah fingers crossed i don't there know there we go i don't know how it's gonna <laughs> go but yeah 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 um Believe it or not, I don't remember my socials. No uh, way. I, I'm not a very social person. Yeah. Uh, I have them. Yeah. But I don't normally. It's not just at Full of Brown, you think? Oh, this the like my, my personal or like the show? The show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Full of Brown. Okay. Yeah. Full of so Brown So they podcast. can fi find you Full of Brown practically everywhere? Yeah. We yeah. do have a website. So they can go to fullofbrown.com. Perfect. And all the episodes are there. Okay. Everything's there. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. 
So we are getting the mark here that we hit, you know, our time. I know it sounds like we just started, you know, we could have, you know, a ton of more conversations. So we could definitely, sure. you know, invite you back if you ever, you know. No, you can have to come on my turf. That we were you, talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. by. it's different, right? When you're getting interviewed, do you think there's less pressure or more pressure? Because I, I haven't really been interviewed like that, you know, on a podcast. Well, get ready. Yeah. But I feel like it's easier to get interviewed than to be the interview. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Interviewing people, it's terrifying because you don't know what they're going to say. You don't know if you're going to say too much. You don't know if you're going to get them offended. Sure. Yeah. But being on the other side, like it feels good being over here. You, like, you, I don't you think you can kind of like relax and you don't have yes. to think about like the next question or yeah. how to keep the conversation going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, even though actually when we were talking in the middle of like, oh, okay. What am I going to say next? And they're like, okay, no, I had to teach myself today. You're just like, relax. I'm on the other side. Today. Yeah, relax. Just be fine. You know, yeah. be fun. Be yourself. And cool. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's, thank it's, you so much for having me. It was fun. Uh, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to plug in? Any project? I know you talked to, you know, you're, you're, you're working on a book. Yeah. Uh, anything else that you want to plug in? For now, that's it. Uh, the book is not even close to being ready. And like I said, I kept, I keep editing it because, my views are changing. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. Soon I'll let you know. I'll be awesome. back. All right. If you want me back. Absolutely. The, the door is always open. Like any time you just want to hang out, talk about whatever. Or if you have a project that you want to like talk about, definitely come yeah. back. Hit me up. I'll give you props for, props for the studio. It's a really good studio. Thank you so much. Yeah. I I feel homey here. There we good. Go. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, the very talented host of Full of Brown Podcast. Tony Hernandez, yes. thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Keep grinding because in the dream, we trust. Yes.